Hey, Get Geekdom. This is Jose from the Get Geek Podcast. Thanks for joining us this week on our cast. Before we start, I want to mention, and we forgot to include in this week's podcast, that we will be doing another giveaway to celebrate 100 followers on Instagram. We'll have some details on the Instagram page as well, but just to give you an idea, we'll be giving away an Iron Man PX preview. I am Iron Man Funko Pop, which is metallic and glows in the dark. It is Iron Man from the final scene in Avengers Endgame. It is a limited Funko Pop. So we're going to be doing that giveaway. If you want to join the giveaway, again, details will be in our Instagram post. But we want you to like the post, follow us on Instagram, and tag three of your friends. We'll be selecting and announcing a winner on Monday, June 22nd, both on the podcast and on our Instagram page. So join up, guys. You can win some really sweet Funko Pop gear. Stay geeky, my friends. Hello, Internet. Welcome to another episode of the Get Geek podcast. This week, we're going to be discussing a little bit about the reveal of the PlayStation 5 and some information about this Xbox Series X that came out a couple of weeks ago and their reveal. But first, let's do introductions. I'm Jose. This is Wolfie. AJ. Eli. And this is Walt. Okay, and before we begin, um, as usual in the past few weeks, we have a couple of disclaimers. We are recording remotely, so if there are any sound artifacts or any sound issues that you hear in the podcast, please bear with us. Please understand that we're doing the best that we can to iron out all of, all of these sound issues. Um, and we thank you for taking the time to listen to the podcast in spite of any difficulty that you might have or any issues you might have with the sound. We're working on it. We think it's going to be better every single week. Um, but again, just excuse us for that at this moment. Uh, another reminder, as always, the best way to support our podcast is to like, rate, share, and subscribe us. Subscribe to our podcast, I should say. You can look us up on all of your favorite podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever your favorite podcasts are sold. So please support us uh, if you really like the content that we put out by, again, liking, rating, sharing, and subscribing our content. That's the best way for us to get some exposure and expand the geek community that we're trying to build here. Um, all right, so let's get right into some details on these two systems. First off, I just want to explain a little bit of the basic specs of these two consoles and this is from ign.com so in the green corner we have xbox series x and its cpus uh and excuse me in the blue corner we have the playstation 5 so for quick comparisons again this is from ign.com the the cpu is uh eight times zen 2 core at 3.8 gigahertz for the xbox series x for the PlayStation 5, it's a slightly slower 8 times eight Zen 2 core at 3.5 gigahertz. Uh, in terms of overall GPU power, the Xbox Series X can pump out about 12 teraflops of power compared to the PlayStation 5 at about 10.28. That's a, a good gauge of overall performance, but it's not the only uh, statistic that should be looked at. Um, in terms of memory, they're both... Basically the same, both systems in the green and the blue corners have 16 gigabytes of GDDR6 memory. Uh, in terms of memory bandwidth, the Xbox Series X pulls in 10 gigabytes at 560 gigabytes a second, or 6 gigabytes at 336 gigabytes a second. The PlayStation 5, again, a little bit slower at 448 gigabytes per second. 
Um, the optical drives are on both systems are 4K Ultra HD Blu-ray drives. Of course, they'll both have digital digital um, content delivery as well as the previous generations did have. Uh, for the internal storage, the Xbox Series X has a slightly larger one terabyte custom NVMe solid state drive. The PlayStation 5 has a custom 825 gigabyte solid state drive that by all, all uh, intents currently is one of the fastest solid state drives on the market right now, um, according to some of the performance specs. And in terms of expandable storage, the Xbox Series X will have a slot for a one terabyte expansion card, and the PlayStation 5 has an NVMe SSD slot. Uh, they will both allow for USB storage, but that will mostly be for games from the previous generations. All right, so that's just a little bit of a rundown of the basic specs of these two consoles. So let's talk some features that we're excited about. Um, I'll just jump on one that for me is one of the most exciting features, and then I'll open it up to you guys to let me know what you guys think are the coolest, most interesting features for these two systems. Um, my absolute favorite feature on the Xbox Series X, besides uh, you know some of the other more game-related abilities, is that it allows you backwards compatibility with almost every game from every previous generation of Xbox systems. So on the Xbox Series X, you should be able to play almost every Xbox One, Xbox 360, and original Xbox game, uh, which is amazing because I'm going to visit some used video game stores and probably get who knows how many old Xbox generation games. Um, so for me, that's that's really, really, really exciting. Um, in comparison, from what we've heard so far, just to kind of delineate between the two systems, the PlayStation 5 is only confirmed to have, at the moment, limited backwards compatibility with the PlayStation 4 and with no other previous generation. So you won't be able to play PS3, PS2, or PS1 games on the PlayStation 5, uh, unfortunately. For me, that's the big feature that I really, really like. What What have you guys seen that's been really stand out to you? Me, personally, I'm, I'm like... The thing, the feature that I'm most excited about is Xbox's smart delivery system. Mm -hmm. So uh, it, it basically relates to uh, um, like video game ownership and when you buy it and so on and so forth. For the games that uh, can't take advantage of the smart delivery feature, basically whatever game you you bought on whichever Xbox platform that you have it on, on the Series X, you will get you'll be able to play the game without having to rebuy it and it'll automatically be um you know updated essentially to to take on to to be its best version of itself essentially so right now microsoft has committed to all all first party games uh from microsoft and some supporting uh third party developers and basically any game that they have made for xbox one or even 360 that can take advantage of it the graphics, the landscape, the shadows, everything will be uh, much better rendered as well as any upgrades that will come out in the future for the game. And the reason this is important is because, for example, any of the games that have come out this year or last year for the Xbox One, some people might even wait to buy the Series X, you know, so that they can play the game then and not buy the game now. You know, but mm -hmm. you can buy the game now, such as Cyberpunk, who has committed to being part of the smart delivery system. So if you buy Cyberpunk right now for the Xbox uh, One, when the Series X comes out, you'll be able to just transfer it over to the Series X. It'll be able to take advantage of the power of the Series X and be fully 
uh, updated as far as the graphics, the rendering, and the so on and so forth without having to buy the game all over again, again, for the Series X. And I think that that's a pretty cool feature, especially for certain games that I haven't finished on the Xbox One. I might actually just kind of keep trudging along, and then when the Series X comes out, transfer them over and play them on the Series X instead. So uh, that's the one I'm most excited about. Right, and the, it, it the, is a cool feature um, because it, it kind of it's kind of similar to Apple's ecosystem. Mm-hmm. Um, if you buy an iOS game on how, like uh, iPhone, how, you I, can I have go no ahead idea and, how the and, ecosystem works. Okay, well, it's it's almost exactly the same because um, what 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 it is is that they've made apps universal, and it, it's kind of like what Microsoft is doing with the games. So if you buy something on an iPhone, and there's a cool. There's a similar. There's another version of the app on the iPad. You don't have to pay for that iPad version because once you've bought the iPhone version, it automatically translates over to the iPad. So it's very mm-hmm. similar to like the mobile way of doing things. I guess in this case, mm-hmm. if you buy a game for the Xbox One, you know, assuming that they have that feature, it automatically translates over to the Xbox Series X. Yeah, right. right. The developers of each individual game do have to support that, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Right? It's not just an automatic yeah. thing. Right, because I know and that's it's similar to the way they do it in Apple also. You know? Mm-hmm. Oh, Apple has to support it as well. Right. Okay. Right. It's, it's I hope the, that it's the developers that... have to do it universal. Okay. Okay. I hope that this is something that like is supposed to be in line with the compatibility because even the uh even the Xbox One, while it's been it, like it has it didn't have direct compatibility with all 360 games, if I'm not mistaken. Basically, the libraries had to be updated in mm-hmm. order for the uh, Xbox One to play 360 games and even the older mm-hmm. Xbox games, whereas the Series X, out the box at launch, is going to play all Xbox games, right? Yeah, I, I believe wonder... the way that they accomplish it, just to, to really quickly, and, and you mm-hmm. guys can correct me if I'm wrong, maybe somebody can look this up to confirm, but I believe that what they actually did was they put the architecture for the old systems in the new system, so some of the CPUs from the old systems, in order to mm-hmm. ensure that backwards compatibility, because that's really the only way you can do it, unless you're you're you know you individually create emulation for each game. Again, that's as that's far as that's actually really understand. cool. Right, right. That's that's what they did with well, some of my the hope systems is that, in the past. Right. Mm-hmm. My hope is that what they're going to try to do is essentially give life to a lot of these older games that. It's always fun to play to replay some games that, that you love, but mm-hmm. sometimes it's a little it's it's not as exciting to play them when graphics and things like that can be outdated. Mm-hmm. Um, and my hope is that like this whole smart delivery system is meant to eventually give you know life to some of these other games um, where you know developers that still exist and still support the game can can kind of. Uh, reintroduce it through the smart delivery system and it won't just be an emulated game or rather just a a a pop in the disc and play this game all over again in the series x it'll be updated you know without it without it having to be a remastered edition that they release you know what i'm saying there's there's definitely actually i have good news for you there i think again that developers actually have to go in and do a little tweaking for old games however what i do know is that um, because the Xbox Series X and the PlayStation 5, give credit where credit is due, you know, they, they support the modern technology of ray tracing, which is basically a way to, to create very natural light in video games. And up until now, video game systems didn't really have the power to pull it off. But a lot of old games, they can easily switch on ray tracing. And a good example is if you actually look up Minecraft 
there's a video of Minecraft for Xbox Series X where they turn on ray tracing. And yeah, it looks amazing. amazing. It looks amazing. Yeah, it does. Like there, yeah. There's there's these beautiful colors on the walls. And like, you I mean, you've seen how beautiful ray tracing can look in some of these games. So they add some of that really fantastic lighting and it makes some old games look like they've been updated a generation. Again, I think but, it has to be activated, but it's easy because there's hardware in both of these systems that supports it. Hey, Jose, though, the, and, and just an aside, but don't you think mm-hmm. it's interesting they chose Minecraft to use that? Because Minecraft traditionally is known for really low-res blocky graphics. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the difference is going to be really stark, right? Yeah, it's I think that's like they why chose, they did it. Uh, yeah, so mm-hmm. I, that's probably the reason why they did it. But, you know, it, it's kind of false advertising in a sense if you think about it because you're mm-hmm. taking something that's already low-res to begin with, right? Mm-hmm. And then you're adding ray tracing. So, of course, it's going to look amazing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The difference is whether you do that to a, an actual an actual game that's already known for its graphics to see how the difference is between that game and the ray tracing I'm still, I'm still pretty sure it's going to look amazing. Oh, it does. But I think it it's does. an interesting choice that they chose Minecraft out of all the games out there to there show off ray tracing. That isn't That's the only true. example, though. I've seen a couple of other videos, and the differences aren't as stark, but there are a couple of other videos and tech demos and things like that where they show you the differences between some yeah. old games with and without ray tracing. I think, mm-hmm. like you said, the reason that they chose Minecraft is because they wanted to illustrate how this blocky, low-resolution game that's not really known for its graphics can look amazing exactly. just by adding the feature of ray tracing. I agree. And, you know, like I said, though, there are definitely other examples of, of older generation Xbox games that they've added ray tracing to. So oh, no doubt. There's examples of Interesting. that. Mm-hmm. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to... So let me ask you this question. We're talking about the thing that we're most excited between both consoles, right? Right, mm-hmm. right. Okay, because it's interesting, the first two have been about the Xbox, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to se- share mine, and guess what? It's about the Xbox, too. And I think part of it is the reason is that um, this last event, the Future of Gaming event for the PS5, mm-hmm. all they did was introduce it, but they talked nothing about the, the actual console and the features itself, Not right? a lot. They, no gave, they gave you mostly just spe- specs. They haven't given you pricing. They haven't given you anything that differentiates. And I think that's the difference between the two systems at this point because right now Sony seems to be focusing more on the hardware portion of the system, whereas Xbox, kind of like the same way that it's been with this last generation, they're more, they're more focus, focusing on the services and the things that Microsoft can do with the Xbox, right? Well, I actually think it's partially true. I think the thing is, though, that if you... Like, like so, full disclosure: all of us own both systems of, of the last yes. generation. We all own Xbox three six, uh, Xbox ones, and PlayStation fours. So we have both systems. We're not playing favorites, think, and we'll we probably have, end up getting both. Right? We all have PS four Pros too, right? Yes, we all have. PS4 I, I only Pros. have a regular PS four, and I have oh, dude, the, and I have just the very first series of the Xbox ones. I literally have bro, the day one edition. You are have slumming it, bro. What's up with original. that? <laughs> I mean. You know, like I, I, I've only recent, I only recently <laughs> came back to video gaming. Really, you know, like mm-hmm. super hardcore video gaming. I've spent a so lot of time supporting yeah, yeah, the it. systems, but you know, I get it. I mean, yeah, you really need a 4K TV to make that stuff shine too. But I mean, regardless, it's not the most important thing to get the 4K systems. But true. I think actually, just to, to speak to your point, it's true that that PlayStation Five was kind of highlighting their hardware a little bit in terms of things. Uh, where a couple of weeks ago they talked about how their solid-state drive is really one of a kind. I mean, PCs will probably have solid-state drives to that level in a few weeks or a few months. 
So it's not going to be yeah. something that's going to last much longer. By the time the PlayStation 5 comes out, I believe that there'll be solid state drives that are going to blow it away. But, no doubt. But the thing of it is, if we both look at, if we all look at the previous console generation, the reason why the PlayStation 4 was so successful because they focused on one thing that I think the focus of this reveal was, which is the games. games. They're not yeah, talking exactly. about anything else. Yeah, it's the games. And there well, are definitely anyway, some really good-looking ones. <laughs> Go ahead. Let me get let me get into this feature that I that I think is pretty cool. Um, and again, it, it's it's focused on Microsoft and the Xbox, and that's that quick resume feature. I don't know if you oh, guys yeah. have heard about it. Yeah, it yes, that's actually pretty cool. And it, and again, you know, I I don't mean to you know compare it to mobile phones and things like that, but it's kind of the same thing because what it is 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 you're you're having multiple apps at the same time running in the background. But it's in a suspended space, suspended state. Mm -hmm. my, my apologies. So the quick feature, what it does is that you can have multiple games open on the console at the same time, mm -hmm. and like I like I said, it keeps it in that suspended state so that you could be playing one game and then um, you want to get out of that quickly and start another game. You don't have to reboot it and reload it. It's already there waiting for you. So I think in a way it's kind of good because. Think about it this way. If you want to play like multiplayer and stuff and you're waiting for everybody to show up, mm -hmm. you can kind of be playing another game, you know, in the meantime, while everybody kind of gets, you know, ready and stuff like that. And then once somebody says, OK, we're ready to go, you jump out of that game, you're right into the other game and you're ready mm -hmm. to go at a moment's notice. Yeah, that's, you know? that's really, I got to go say, ahead. that's pretty interesting um, mm -hmm. because that's probably one of my biggest gripes with gaming lately is like, uh, I'll, I'll switch between an RPG and Call of Duty, essentially, but mm -hmm. I don't want to jump onto Call of Duty until I'm like ready to like leave the game or at least save it, get to a right save a save point or whatever. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes I'll be playing an RPG or story mode, whatever it is, story game, and I'll get an invite from somebody to play Street Fighter or Call of Duty, and I'm like, yeah, give me 10, 15 minutes. But if I have that quick resume, I could just jump out, play. A multiplayer game and then when i'm done i could just jump back into the game without worrying about like losing my place right yeah, exactly so, it almost know. removes the need for saves in a way i mean i yes. think it has just some dedicated architecture that saves the state of your other games that's, and that's, that's how it's I, able to swap that's definitely a big one i'm interested in knowing what the boys oh i'm gonna call you guys the boys from now on like <laughs> the boys that's um, awesome i'm interested show. to know like what you guys are most excited about yeah what's uh go ahead guys well, me, uh, I'm relatively simple. The mm -hmm. more storage, the better. Mm -hmm. And then. Oh, God. Yeah. Storage is a problem. Yeah. Especially if you play Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah, wasn't, wasn't the last one like an insane install? Uh, plus just, 100 uh, gigs. More than 100 gigs. I think only Red Dead Redemption 2 was bigger. <laughs> so the, yeah. there's a big gap in storage um not not a big gap in storage but a big enough oh, it, gap in storage. it's so annoying it's so annoying to like hey I, you know i haven't played call of duty in three days let me go pop it on oh here's a 60 gig download oh make some space because you need an extra hundred just for the 60 gig download mm -hmm. so annoying but yeah i think um when you consider also that you have 100 gigabyte plus games in this generation can you imagine what the size oh. of some of these games in the next generation is going to be? You're going to have like a 250 gig game. You're going to have four games installed on your hard drive, and then you're going to have to delete something. Yeah. I feel like, 
I mean, we'll see where that that goes, honestly. But that is actually going to be incredibly uh, important. AJ, AJ, yeah. do you, do you know about like the cloud computing or like how they're going to be utilizing the cloud? Are they going to be use, utilizing the cloud for storage? Um. So I'm actually looking at this article here, and um, I don't. I'm not sure about the Xbox One X, but according to this article, uh, PC Mag. There's gonna be a digital. It's gonna be digital only for the PS5. You're not no, no, really. No. There's two of them. There's a. There's an option to talk about that. You know. Mm -hmm. They're gonna there's have a digital only version as well yeah. as a disc and digital. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. And, and mm -hmm. Eli was gonna actually talk about that a, a little bit also. Well, hop right on, Eli. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, Tell us about it. Well, um, basically, um, PS5 is ditching the the hard disk drive so you don't have to place your like um disk inside like the or the blu-ray drive blu -ray on one of the blu-ray drive, blu yeah. Yeah. drive so they're, they're making two consoles they're making one that has the disk and then one that's just digital oh i didn't i didn't honestly know that but, um, yeah but you know what i think yeah, that i think that eli eli might be right because i think that they're doing this as a just you know to move towards digital only like they're i think that they're releasing a disc version a disc version of the ps5 as alongside the digital version of it as well but i i would probably i would bet money that there will be a like two to one ratio where for every for every uh one uh ps5 that has the drive there'll be two without it you know so that they can eventually phase out the ps5s with the uh drives i i guarantee you that's where they're going and I feel I like that might be true. be quite mm -hmm. beneficial if they did move to this digital-only thing, because then you don't have to worry about the hard drive as much. Right, but see, here's the here, here's here's well, it's digital only, right? But you'd still then have to download all the games, and the games are gonna be way more massive than the games are now. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I I think that like I can see like let's say a year or two years down the line where there'll be like an expansion to the ps5 where it'll be like hey like here's the new solid state hard drive that attaches to the ps5 um that'll have like two terabytes of solid state you know um because because you're gonna need that hard drive space um unless well, you know they have like that cloud service i believe yeah, there, there is a way to, to get around that one terabyte expansion slots but then that's another hard drive you have to buy right yeah, but exactly. th there is th there is kind of a way to get around that because I, you know, as I have both the PS4 Pro and, and the Xbox One, and I've kind of gotten away from doing um, discs because it's just so convenient to just buy it from home and just download it and stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I, I am subscribed to that PS, that PS gaming, um, uh, what's PS it, it's not now. PS Now, what is it called? Yeah, it's is PS, it PS Now. Is it PS Now? The on-demand okay. streaming kind of where yeah, you can yeah, stream yeah. games. It's, I was about to make it, that same point. Go ahead. <laughs> right, exactly. So the you in in that one, the the difference between that and the one that Xbox does, which is the the game library, is Xbox yeah, you have to download pass, the right. games, right? Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. the PS5 it gives you the option. You can either download the game or you can stream it, which is what right, a lot of the, the games that I do. Um, that's that's what I mostly do because you know. I have a couple of games loaded on there, downloaded, 
and mm-hmm. my hard drive is like at its max. It, it it just I can't have more than maybe like five or six games on there because, yeah. like you, you guys were saying, mm-hmm. you know, the, yeah, it, the the storage issues is a big deal, and I think mine is like a, almost a, a terabyte of storage on there. But yet, you know, all these games are like. 100 200 gigs and stuff like that so the best option for me is just to go onto the ps whatever you call it and Mm -hmm. just stream the game so maybe that's how how they get around this issue with the digital only because if they don't have that this thing is almost worthless you know what i mean right the issues with streaming is um I think uh, you don't get the max performance that you can get. Plus, you'll That's have right. to deal with, mm-hmm. you'll have to deal with latency. You know, when it comes oh. to certain games, you you can't stream those games in 4K. They're all right. they're all in I 1080p. One of the biggest. Yeah, issues. that's true. But I mean, you know, I know it's not it's, huge, but yeah, it's not that big of an issue. Well, you know what it, I mean? it, but the thing is, it will be. It will be. You want to know why? Because we're talking about it's not that big of an issue right now with the games that we have right now. But we're talking about the life of the system. You know, we're and talking about remember. Like four or five years down the line, you know, can we stream these games that are going to obviously evolve from a from a performance standpoint, you know, at a high rate four or five years down the line? Yeah, I think let's not forget, like, some games are going to be 8K too. They both support yeah. 8K. So yeah. you, you don't yeah. want to play 1080p when you have an 8K capable system. Yeah, exactly. You know, and I, I the think, other thing, you know, I think... Well, I think Gabe okay. was was kind of getting at this also. Like, you need you're gonna need, and I know internet speeds are improving considerably, but I know Walt, you probably had this problem too. PlayStation Now can be really inconsistent on streaming some of its games. I mean, the other day I was playing Control on PlayStation Four, mm-hmm. and it was streaming quite well, but that's not always the case. You know, it's really really dependent on having a super fast and super steady connection, and really on nobody else doing anything else of any kind, like watching movies or playing games online and things like that. And I was playing a single-player game. I haven't tried to play a multiplayer game in PlayStation now. I feel like there would be a big difference in performance. And again, when you're considering that these games are probably going to be so much larger in size, that's going to make a big difference. But the other thing I would say is that to manage this, they do give you an option sort of with both systems. It's just a little bit tedious because... Again, both systems have their expansion slots, right? So that you can put your Series X or your PS5 games on the expansion slots. But you can get an external hard drive as well, a USB 3.0, 3.1, 3.2 hard drive. But you can't put your Series X or PS5 games on that and play them from that drive. You can store them on that drive. So you can get like a six terabyte expansion, like USB drive. You could put all your games on there when you're not playing them, but then you have to you know, transfer them back to your actual really? main console hard drive, you know, which is a pain did, did in the butt. For, yes, for those, yeah, for both, for both systems. They did say that the main thing about those USB 3.0 and higher, or it's USB 3.2. The main thing for those USB 3.2 drives, especially with the Xbox Series X, is you can definitely store your previous generation console games on it. So you can put your Xbox One games, your Xbox 360 games, and they're playable from, you know, whatever, a Western digital hard drive, a Seagate hard drive, like any one you can buy at the store, like the one that you can buy on your computer. But again... That's super disappointing, though. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. So, But I understand so, why, because you need the SSD for the performance on these these new generation games. Yeah, because I have the, the, the Xbox One, and I have almost all my games on an external drive and and that's how i yeah. play it. I, I have a flash drive on my xbox yeah. one with that like is, 256 that is, gigs 
that's kind of a step <laughs> backwards if you ask me. You know well, I see why you need the SSD to get these get these games to perform like this. That's how you get like the really the really fast um, switching between games and all that. And PlayStation themselves, I don't think this is true, but they said you can't pull off these kinds of graphics and this kind of performance on a standard drive. It requires their custom SSD. I don't know how true that is, but I think it's at least partially true. You're not going to get mm. great performance out of out of a 4K or an 8K game. And, you know, anybody who, who does PC gaming can tell you the same thing. You need yeah. a good solid state drive to run your yeah. PC games at full detail and high resolution. That's that's 100 percent true. True. If I didn't have a, a high quality SSD, I would not be able to run at 140 hertz on the screen. Uh, mm-hmm. I would not be able to, you know, like the latency and all that. Like I wouldn't be able, like it's not just a GPU, right? Like GPU is the backbone. But you mm-hmm. still need all the support especially coming from the hard drive, right? You can have the best GPU in the world, but if the hard drive can't keep up, you're just going to have choppy everything. So right. huge um, bottlenecks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And, um, yeah. And, and um, ahead, to add on to how like the, the mm-hmm. graphics have changed um, on what Jose said, mm-hmm. um, the VR graphics are going to be um, exponentially like increased of, how far it can go, mm-hmm. I think, um, or like, it's gonna be improved. In other words, well, um, well, well, when they do announce the VR part, because yeah. that's the one thing that was missing from that presentation. Well, actually, I did. Systems. I mm-hmm. did find like um, top ten features, and that was actually on it. And they talked about it, but very brief. The PS Five. So, so is the PS Five yeah, basically PS5. gonna have like a built-in? psvr essentially where you don't like maybe obviously you have to buy other peripherals but it won't be like like it'll essentially be like a a peripheral attachment to the ps5 versus a whole separate console i don't know that's a good question yeah i think uh, this is the the first uh playstation that's gonna have the camera with the the system itself right I don't. I don't know. I actually don't think so. I, I would have to watch the presentation again. It's just a couple of days old, but I'm actually looking at one of those lists you're talking about, and uh, Eli. And it's it's not what's in the system. It's top nine features gamers expect. So mm. it's what people want. It's not what's necessarily on it. And every everywhere that I look, if you look for VR, there's no specific mention. Now I think they're going to do it. Yeah, I really do. But just like with PS4, like I don't think they're gonna highlight it because I don't think I think these systems understand, at least at first, they can't compete with with PCs in terms of VR. So okay. I mean, I don't know. You might be right, Eli, but I haven't seen that feature yet. I, it'd be, it'd be totally it, it's totally cool to see it coming. I mean, Eli, is that something that you're that you would definitely want to see in the PS5? Um, yeah, yeah, definitely because. I would just like to see, especially since PS4 already has great graphics. Um, it, it's gonna be awesome the graphics. So, what about really what, what, what about what about the design of? Let's talk a little bit about the design of the actual console. No, no, no. <laughs> so, hey, before before um, you do, can I just say one thing? Yeah. Yeah. I, I I'm actually you guys know that I I I've actually had some experience with the vr stuff i i did try oh yeah that's right and so one of the things that i i've been wanting to do is actually get a vr system right so i've been Mm -hmm. flip-flopping between 
the Oculus Quest and the PSVR because the Oculus does a fantastic job as a system and it's a little bit more advanced than the PSVR. The PSVR, it, the, it, the motion tracking that it does is using the camera that's separate from the actual headset, whereas I think the Oculus, it, it, everything is done within the camera itself, right? So one of the things that I kind of stopped, I stopped myself in terms of looking for a VR system because I was kind of hoping the PlayStation 5 would have that or they would have announced that. Now, they did announce that it's going to have an HD stereo camera that's going to be with the system, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But they've made no mention of the VR. Now, like you guys said, I think it's obvious that it's going to come, but I think in terms of announcing stuff, it would have been not nice to have them at least mention the fact that there would be a VR component somewhere down the line because I'm kind of in limbo now. It's like, do I want to get the PlayStation VR for now just because I, I'm so desperate to try VR games? Mm-hmm. Or do I wait? But I don't have a sense that PlayStation 5 right now is kind of like you know, making that a priority. You know what I mean? You know what? I, I, I'd say get the Oculus just because it's a, a completely separate system with its own games. Mm-hmm. You know, the only and thing then, is like, that it's it's weak. It's not, you know, it's not as, as powerful as some of these other rigs. And I think the PlayStation five, if it does show the VR, it's gonna it's gonna make the Oculus Quest something that it's gonna just be collecting dust because right now as it is, um the Oculus Quest is now as powerful enough to play some of the games that the PlayStation VR can. And that's now. So imagine when the, the, the VR comes out for P- PS5, it's going gonna, it's gonna to blow the Quest out of the... And mind you, I but can't there's find one the detail. Quest anywhere. There's one little I, detail. Know, there's one little, yeah. little detail. That's mm-hmm. if yeah, and, and the PlayStation thing is, I can't find the Quest anywhere because it's sold out every single place unless I want to pay like three times the amount, which I refuse mm-hmm. to do at this point, you know? But again, that's if the PS, uh, the PlayStation Five has VR anytime soon. Keep that in mind. I would I, actually I would... wager that the Oculus uh, Quest would drop in price when the new systems come out, because mm-hmm. I guarantee that there'll be people that are selling them that are going to be selling them to get the new system. Yeah, no. I know. Anyway, design wise, with the announcement, they had they had at least mentioned it. You know what I mean? Design-wise, let's go around the room real quick, around the virtual room, and just, I want to hear, not thoughts or anything, just pick one which design you think is best. And let's it's see, just I just ugly. want <laughs> Well, I just want to, I just want to get a, a general, both of them ugly to you? Yes. Huh? <laughs> the xbox the xbox looks like um it looks like a, a pillar it's it looks like something out of um the, the pillar of autumn <laughs> yeah exactly no you remember the the movie i think it's called the the final element or the last element whatever it was with bruce willis the, oh the fifth element the fifth, fifth element. element there you go yes mm-hmm. wasn't that like like boxy pillar type things that they had to press to open up that looks like the xbox to me and this PlayStation, you know, that'll be part of our last segment. But, I mean, what's the biggest meme surrounding this thing? It's the helmet for sale. You know what I mean? <laughs> we'll talk about the memes later. I just want you to pick one. Which one wins between the two? Design challenge. Just pick Do one. Do I have to choose? Pick one. He requires okay. it. The thing about it. Pick. If I'm going, no, no, yeah, don't, speak, one. don't speak. Just pick. Yeah, don't elaborate okay. yet. Yeah, we'll elaborate in a minute. 
Yeah. Okay. So then, then I have to go Xbox Series X. There you go. AJ, your call. Which one? Can I really just say neither? Because nope. You gotta pick one. Is that a choice? You gotta pick one. No, that's not a choice. Pick one. (laughs) And it can be if I will it. No, it cannot be. You have to. There can only be one. (laughs) (laughs) Master Wolfie Uh, demands your answer. I'm gonna channel my inner. There can be only one. (laughs) I'm gonna channel my inner. And say the uh, Xbox Series X because okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Eli, um, this is an easy one because I I just want to give my reasoning first. The PS5 looks I said just pick, pick. <laughs> just pick, just pick. We're gonna give our reasoning after this. Man, reasoning after this. Reasoning after this. Okay, okay. So, oh, sorry. Pick, pick the one. Okay, no Xbox Series X. Okay, and Jose, I am. Let me look at it again real quick. I know that that's like a bit of a Oh my god. It's really hard, man. <laughs> this is the hardest pick. <laughs> I'm not going to give you any crazy analysis or anything like that. I'm just going to look at this this photo again of them side by side real quick and tell you how I feel just in the moment, you know, without any without any logic behind it, just pure emotion. So, looking at the photo, I I still have to go with the Series X as well. I do. Same here, Series X. Okay. Who wants uh, to elaborate? It's a clean sweep. <laughs> well, here's the, actually here's the thing. I actually don't find. I think that like they're not being done justice. To be mm-hmm. honest with you, even though I prefer the Series X over the uh, PS5, I think that they're mm-hmm. not being done justice because we're only seeing them just with a green or a white background. We're not seeing them in a living room setting. Now, that's true. The Xbox that's Series true. X, I can totally mm-hmm. see it like standing like a clean console behind electronic equipment, TVs, and other sound systems. They're almost always all black. So mm-hmm, I think it's going to be mm-hmm. seamless with entertainment systems. Mm-hmm. And those of you, those of you like myself, like I'm going to probably put it by my computer desk, by my gaming PC. It looks like a gaming tower. I can see myself putting that right next to the tower, and it's going to seamlessly live there. See the, the, uh, the problem. I'm sorry. No, what what was that? Mm-hmm. See the the problem that I have kind of with both systems is that it looks like it's meant to be um, vertical. Well, there's they a reason. Be, they can both be horizontal. No, no, I, I, I totally get that. But you know what? I, I'm one of these people that have like a, um, you know, almost, almost like an entertainment space, right? Where I have shelving. These things, if they're meant to be vertical, they won't fit on my shelf. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like they, I, they I, definitely I, can both go horizontal. I've people. seen photos of both. They, they can go horizontal, but the reason that they're supposed to be vertical is because they're also they're also built in heat sinks and yeah. heat mm-hmm. rises. So the vertical and I, I totally helps. get that, and I understand that because because you look at some of the things. Most of the time, I think even with the PlayStation, the the PS4, when they revealed it, it was vertical, right? Mm-hmm. Now, well, the most PS2 people use the vertical. Remember, this isn't new. The PS2, yeah. no, I, be I get it. The is also meant to be vertical. Um, you know, and and I wanted to talk about the PS5 real quick. The design, though, looks eerily familiar to me. It reminds me of an Alienware de- a tower. Oh yeah, man! I didn't even think about that. Uh, You're uh, right. So Design-wise, I still don't think that black. it's terrible. It looks to me like an Alienware computer tower. So, huh? <laughs> Does it come? They in come black? in silver, white, and black. You know, all black. You mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. So anyway, those are my thoughts on those towers. 
So for me, I think I have to kind of give some of the same sentiments. I think it's a, a little bit about like just the color alone. I think this decision to make like whatever other PlayStation has been black. I don't know why they decided to make this one white when Xbox has had white consoles and now this one is black because they've just stuck to that over the last two console generations. I think Microsoft is tuned into the fact that pretty much everything yeah. that you buy is a black TV or a yeah. black entertainment system. The PlayStation 5, to me, is going to stand out a little bit like a sword thumb. Like, I almost want to yep. put it behind something, you know what I mean? So I don't have to stare at it all the darn time. But yep. the Xbox Series X, while it's big and blocky and it is kind of weird looking, like you said, Wolfie, it looks like a, like a PC tower. So it seems to me to fit in a little bit better. And I think that the other thing that I, I'm not too fond of when it comes to the PS5 is I think that they should have toned down the curves a little bit. I think it makes it look a little bit odd. I'm not saying they have to make it square like the Xbox Series X. That's also kind of jarring and weak. But I, I just think that the way that they kind of add angles to the PlayStation 5 makes it look a little strange. Although I will say that the white controller actually looks pretty cool compared to the Xbox Man, Series X controller. That's that's going to be such a disaster if you think about the hours that are going to go on a white controller. Mm -hmm. Try keeping that thing white. pretty soon. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, and the thing is, it's because, like, with the Xbox 360, I've had white controllers with the 360, and they turn gray and get buffed and, you know, get marked up, and, and it's not going to look pretty over time. Mm -hmm. You know, so. Um, you know, yeah. I, I know exactly where I could put my PS5 because I have something similar that looks like it. Now that I'm looking at my setup, my router looks almost exactly yeah. like this thing. Oh, it man, really I can't wait. Work. I can't wait till we get to our final section because there's actually, uh, <laughs> you know what, let's not talk about it, right? Um, I mean, I don't know. I feel like we can go into that section right now, but, <laughs> but no, 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 no. Let's, 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 keep, let's keep that section last. Um, you know, I'm, boys, I'm what, what do you guys think uh, of the design? Like, what what do you hate the most of the designs? Because you know, I, I feel like it's redundant to ask. Like, what do you like the most? I like the Xbox Series X design. Actually, just put it out there. It's not that I don't like it. I actually really like it. I like that it looks like a tower. So, but well, let's see, here's the thing. The only reason why I said Xbox Series X is because you guys said I had to pick one. But otherwise, here's just the unbridled truth. The Xbox Series X looks like it can hold, like, a miniature nuke inside it. Like, <laughs> what, what, what the hell? That sounds it's cool. Like a lead, it's, it's a lead brick box. It does kind of sound, hold, sound cool. I don't know it's like, taking radiation or something. Uh, and then... If you're looking at the PS5, like, I mean, at first, I didn't really mind it, but then, like... Then the memes came. More and more, like, how, like, it's like Walt said. We, <laughs> let, me, let me put it to you this way. Theater, home theater, people everywhere are going to hate the PS5. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's the truth. Mm -hmm. I, I Although if you, if you have the digital one, you can tuck it away easy, you know. I kind of wanted to like the PS5, but mm -hmm. the the thing, like you guys, I'm gonna echo what you guys said. That ultimately led me to my final decision, quote unquote, was the color. And you know, I feel like mm -hmm. either w w someone at this table, or I don't know, I I can't remember, but I seem to remember hearing either by word of mouth or 
even even if it was a meme, that at mm-hmm. some yeah. point the Xbox color scheme and the PlayStation color scheme were gonna switch with one another. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? I swear to God, yeah. I've heard that somewhere, and to see it That's actually happen is so funny. Mm-hmm. And you know, like, the other thing about yeah. the PS5 mm-hmm. that looks weird to me. If you guys look at the comparison between the disc version and the digital version, the disc version almost looks like it has a freaking tumor on the side where you in, where you insert the disc. Well, it, it looks like a, it looked like a pregnant computer, right? Yeah, it has a baby in it. <laughs> yeah. Like I would almost get like the digital edition just for that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it looks like a either folder. way. I think both systems are going to be pretty awesome, and the design is not necessarily something that I care too much about. But yeah, there's something jarring about that. that I, got, I gotta admit, I, I gotta admit. Here's the question that I want to ask: Like, what do you think? Do you think that the current gen designs are better than the future gen designs? I actually, yes. I wasn't, I wasn't a big fan of the the current gen designs. I, I well, think I like actually, the Xbox design better than the PlayStation design. Like, it's cool to have those hard edges from the PlayStation, but I just, I felt like it's a little bit impractical for a me. A small, a small point on that actually that we should all keep in mind is that these. You know, the Xbox One and the PlayStation 4 look totally different when they first came out. And the newer versions, the Xbox One X and the PS4 Pro are a little bit like smaller, a little bit nicer looking. The Xbox One X took away the power brick and put it inside the system, which makes it so much easier to deal with. And these these are just the first generation designs. You know, they're going to have like one or two other redesigns. Plus all the special edition consoles. If you're somebody that's not going to get it right away, maybe you want, I don't know, a Spider-Man version or a Last of Us version. You know they're going to re- release all that stuff too. Right. Maybe this is the one generation where I'll actually invest in one of the special edition consoles to see if like they're any cooler than the regular ones to give it some personality. But who knows? Okay. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to explain my reasoning. I know um, you guys heard before uh, a little hint, and I'm just going to repeat it. It looks like my old fan. The PS5, right? The PS5. <laughs> that is really? true. Yeah, I had a fan that used to like stick up. It looked exactly the same. <laughs> exactly. There was no difference about it whatsoever. Like the, it was one of those tower fans that yeah. people buy. Ah, I know what you're talking about. I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. Like, Did you uh, pick like up a, a Target? Do you don't remember what you got, her, Walter? <laughs> I feel like I, I know did. exactly the because I I had a white tower fan that had a <laughs> black like a black center console where all the buttons were and stuff, and the buttons would light up blue. Yes, exactly. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. I think we had the same fan. It's like the Dyson blades or something like that. You know, you know those ones uh, that look really weird with like a hole in the middle. This thing. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. the Dyson blade looks pretty cool. <laughs> Yo, actually, Dyson would probably develop a dope console. Yeah, oh, true. You know what? I think I think it's time that we move move on to games now. Most important part: on the games Mm -hmm. that were released and announced and stuff like that. I don't think that we should, you know, elaborate on every game that's announced. But what games are you guys most interested in, looking forward to? Obviously, we have games that we're already looking forward to this year. I know Mm -hmm. Walter waiting for his game of the year to come out so that he can join the so that he can join so he can join me and Walter. I feel so left out right now. Because Jose got his, is getting his Last of Us Part Two in like yes. a week, right? Yes. <laughs> um, Gabe has been playing the crap out of Final Fantasy VII Remake. What? What? That's what, what I'm on like now. Fifteen. I'm, I'm playing it now as well. <laughs> you know, honestly, I'm 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 really hoping that 
Final Fantasy VII, the remake has, even though it's obviously clearly an updated version. Um, Ooh, I, hope version? I hope that there's like an updated version for the PS5. I'm sad that like it's not an Xbox game that doesn't automatically have the the uh, smart delivery. Yeah. Um, PS5 is gonna I have that too though. Have my game okay. yet though. No, I don't think PS5 is going to have the smart delivery that Xbox has. That's an Xbox feature. They, they, they haven't confirmed it across the board, but I, I have heard that some games are going to do it too. Yeah, there are some games. I think it's more more widespread with Xbox Series X, which is why it's an advantage. Right. So, you know, but, yeah, uh, you, you might be yeah. right. Take that with a grain of salt. For video games. This is all about video games. This is probably yeah. the part that you guys have been most waiting to hear from us. Um, I still don't have my you? game yet, though. Ghost of what Tsushima, you? bro. <laughs> what games are you guys looking forward to the most? Actually, this time I kind of want to talk to the boys. I want to ask you guys first what you guys are most interested in because I feel like, again, me, Walt, and uh, Jose have been geeking out over the games that we've played and also the game that uh, that Walt's been waiting for. But uh, what games are you guys most interested in, in it, or, or looking forward to um, with the uh, Xbox uh, Series X and the PS5? If, if there are any in both systems that, that, that you guys are looking forward to. Well, I've never been the most keen on P- on, on PlayStation games. There are a few that I hold close to my heart. Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that and God of War, obviously, <laughs> which I have mm-hmm. been using the stream, the streaming service for, and it's been pretty cool. awesome. Um, the only one that really stood out to me was this game I saw the trailer for, Demon Souls. Mm-hmm. And it kind of okay. reminded me of Skyrim, and you know, it was pretty interesting. But of course, the only game that I have my sights on at the moment, for the Xbox Series X at least, is um, the up-and-coming new Halo game. I don't remember what the name Oh, yes. Is. Infinite. Yeah, Infinite. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Halo Infinite. That looks super interesting. I can't wait for that myself. I was going to mention that one myself. I'll wait to elaborate on that when it gets to me. Uh, yeah, what a, but... I really, I really well, Demon's, hope... Demon Souls, I think, is a, is a successor, not a sequel, but a spiritual successor to the famous uh, Dark Souls it's actually a remake. franchise. Yeah, it's, it's, a re- a, yeah. it's a remake of the original game. Oh, it's like a reimagining, I guess, and... No, because okay. I, I think if, even if you go on um, IGN.com, um, they actually took the original trailer and put it side by side to the new trailer. And it is a, a beat for beat trailer on both of them. So, and it, it kind of highlights the differences between the two. So I think it's an it's just um, I don't think it's a reimagination. I think it's kind of like a remastered version type of thing. Hmm. Interesting, because I know the I know that I've read the mechanics are supposed to be similar to to Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. Either way, I just really hope that Halo Infinite does is not the same train wreck that I thought Halo Five Guardians was. Mm-hmm. I didn't think Guardians Five was that much of a train wreck. A train wreck. I I, I thought I it was okay. I thought I liked hard. it. We actually uninstalled it today from the Xbox. Ooh. We That's we've left the we've left the Halo Master Collection, but we yeah. uninstalled um, Halo Five just for storage purposes. Oof. Personally, I felt like yes. it, Halo it, Halo Five was 
an unfinished game, but I, I thought that there was a lot there that was cool. I, I, I like the whole, like, you know, I mean, it's not exactly Master Chief versus Master Chief, but, you know, I like the whole, like, you know, spy versus spy angle to it and stuff, you know. I, 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 I like that. I like that, though, because they essentially made Master Chief the villain, and I was not all right with that. That's a perspective the thing. Imagination. That's a perspective thing. They, they, you know, they kind of see the reason I liked it. It's for the same reason that I really enjoyed, um, uh, Batman Dark Knight, right? Like, or like they they kind of made him the bad guy at the end, you know. But he's not really the bad guy. They just kind of play that in the story, you know. We know that he's not going to stay the bad guy. A little moral right, complexity for you. Notwithstanding that, the one mm-hmm. thing I cannot forgive is making humanoid. Uh, what did they call them? The the forerunner the forerunner machines uh the Prometheans why, why yeah, did pro- they have to go and tamper with the Prometheans like that you really didn't need to they were fine as they were so what you're saying is that Halo Halo Five to you is the rise of Skywalker of Halo games and to you Wolfie Ooh, it yeah. is the Last Jedi wow Jose's uh, yes. wow. wow. dropping the mics yes. there you go. <laughs> Go, Jose. I would, not, I would not make it the Rise of Skywalker. That's a little last Jedi. Long. That's your maybe. That's closer to what you, it's like the Last Jedi in the in the I, canon. I mean, nah, because I really like the Last Jedi. For me, the Last Jedi, everybody knows, is at least it's in the top three at the very least. You okay, know, I think it's my number two. So Halo Five right. is definitely not my number two. But I don't think that it was that bad. I liked a lot of stuff that they introduced. I didn't like a lot of stuff that they they introduced. And I also think that it was more of an unfinished game than anything. I, I they, there was a lot left to be desired, um, mm, okay. but I think Halo Infinite will be able to kind of patch that up a little bit. So I Halo hope fans so. hope so. Mm-hmm. Really hope Eli, so. what about you? Yeah, Eli, um, what's up? I have two games. They're both PS4 or PS5. Mm-hmm. Um, firstly, I'm gonna start off with the PS4 one. Since we're mainly talking about the PS5 today, um, Graymore is coming out. For those who don't know, it's basically mm-hmm. Elder Scrolls Online, but like the yeah. newer, mm-hmm. the, yeah, a new game for Elder Scrolls Online. Yeah. And that's it's actually out. It's out? Yeah, it came out June 10th. What? Wow. So, the oh, new chapter in what? Elder Scrolls. Oh, damn. Available now. <laughs> Okay. Interesting. You know okay. what's wonderful about Elder Scrolls? Those games always come out with updated like versions in the newer consoles. It gets yeah. us so deep. What about your PS5 game? Um, yeah, my PS5 game is the Returnal or Returnal. Um, I'm really interested in this game because it's a shooter, but they do this really interesting concept of like dying, where like each time you die. Oh, that's yeah. the Bethesda game. That's the one that... Yeah, it's yeah. Live, that die, it's live yeah. Die Video game form. I thought that was and Deathloop. basically, each time you die, the world that you're on changes in some significant way. Like, maybe appearance or... Oh, that's two games. No, I'm sorry. Returnal is... Yeah, that's the one where you're on the in the space exploration, right? Yeah. And I, I just really like that concept. And I've seen some of the enemies... Um, that um, she has to fight the main character, um, and I I feel like the design is really awesome and really complex. You know what it reminds me of, Eli? It reminds me of the Dead Space games. Yeah, 
yeah, I, I the have character to agree designs. With that. Mm-hmm. And I think AJ AJ reminiscent of Dead Space yeah. how. Uh, the the monster designs. Some of the monster designs look yeah. a little oh, bit like I kind of out there, like like Dead Space monster designs. And I actually have one more. <laughs> Sorry, mm-hmm. but um, oh, cool. I, I don't remember what it's called. Which one? Oh, Odd World. Odd World. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Dude, that I grew up on Odd World. I love Odd World. Let me find mm-hmm. the, the actual name of the game. Yeah. There you go. I honestly yeah. don't know anything about Oddworld, um, other than it looks awesome. It looks really dark for some reason, and I thought mm-hmm. it was. It like, is. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. they're it's great adventure corny. games. It's, it's got like it's it's got like uh, dark humor. Um, if you ever played like the older Oddworld games, um, I played them. I enjoyed them. They're definitely different. They're like little kind of like uh. I, I, I haven't seen what this new Oddworld game is going to be like, but the older games, because they were on PlayStation 1, mm-hmm. um, yeah. were like side-scrolling slash platformer slash uh, puzzle games. And mm-hmm. uh, had a really interesting story. You had like powers that involved like creating magic juju right by rubbing your hand and farting and stuff like that. So. <laughs> uh, very very interesting game. I, I thought it was one of the most inventive game inventive games I've ever played. So I like really the trailer, yeah. man. The end of the trailer is like it's actually kind of cool and kind of creepy because I guess what was his name? His name was Abe. It looks like it's Abe again in this yeah, one. Abe. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's Abe. Um, but they they show him. You know those ropes that he has like through his nose and his mouth. They show him getting ready to cut those. Yeah. Like like oh he, he has his weird. mouth sewn. He has his mouth sewn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They show him yeah, like like somebody character is saying like you have to have your own voice or something like that, and like you see him about to knife the ropes out of his mouth. Like there's something kind of visceral and kind of cool about that moment in the game. Yeah, and the graphics look amazing. Yeah, it looks. It has that creep factor. It's not. It's not fully taking over the game. The creep factor, but it has that dark, creepy, steampunky sort of. Mm-hmm. Adventury. Yep. Sort That's of you're 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 describing armor. Oddworld. You're describing mm-hmm. Oddworld. Yeah. You should definitely yeah. play some of the older games. I think you would enjoy it. Yeah, yeah I think right, you would, right. Eli. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we have some of them, so yeah. we'll uh, download them. Yep. Ooh, nice. We do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, me personally, I I mentioned. Yeah, I'm looking forward to. Uh, I'm looking forward to uh, Halo Infinite. Of course, I think it's a. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm really excited for that. I'm a huge Halo fan. I love this is one of the reasons why I love console launches because every single time Microsoft releases a console, they release the next uh, Halo game. Um, and you know, I, you know, who doesn't love Master Chief? Um, but with Infinite, especially, I think because it's going to be so, so, like such a huge game um, that there's going to be a lot of features that they haven't spoken about. But I know that it's going to be a completely you know, world-changing, like Halo world-changing uh, game. Uh, so um, really excited for that. I almost feel like it might kind of be a little bit like Destiny. I know that it's not Destiny, it's not Bungie, but in that sense that like you're playing like an interactive world, uh, traveling between planets and, you know, interacting with like different events that are happening within the game in real time which is why it's being called infinite, right? It's kind of like an endless game. 
uh, and I believe that's that's the direction that it's that that they're going with that. Um, but yeah, that's that's something that I'm super looking forward to. I know that they're gonna bring back the focus on Master Chief during the uh, campaign because you know a lot of people were not happy about that. Um, but uh, yeah, for the PlayStation Five, um, quick mention on Spider-Man Miles Morales. Oh yes, really looking forward <laughs> to that as well. Even though that is just an expansion. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's not. Yes, it is. Yes, it, no, is. it is. No, it's not. It's, it's not the sequel. It's not the sequel. It's not a, he, but it's not, it's right. not an expansion either. It, yes, it is. What? Yeah. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's, it's not. It's going to be a standalone game. It's not a standalone it's a, game. It's a. It's it's going to be very much like the way that they did um for oh god what's the the name of Nathan's Drakes they had a they had a game that was smaller in scope and so and and this is the reason why I'm I'm kind of a little upset with the way the PlayStation Five event went because when it first came out everybody thought it was a standalone game right and then the Sony president went and said that it's an expansion and then the developer had to walk mm-hmm. it back in a tweet by saying it's not an expansion it is a standalone game but it's smaller oh. in scope uh, here's the it's, tweet so from insomniac is, games uh, it's marvel's spider-man exactly. Morales is the next adventure in the spider-man in the marvel spider-man universe we will reveal more about this standalone game in a future date so it's not spider-man yep. 2 but you're right yeah it's it's yeah, yeah, it's, it's probably a, more it's like a, it's a game. It's, it's like a, it's like a, it's like one of those. It's one of those games that you could probably pick up for like twenty five, thirty bucks. That's not a full game, but it's maybe like if the the real game is like forty hours, this is probably be like fifteen to twenty hours of gameplay. It's like Last of Us Left Behind. That was a standalone exactly. game, but it was also much shorter than the original okay. Last of Us. That's a perfect oh, I'm analogy. Looking, I'm okay. looking forward to that even more now. But the game that I'm that I'm actually most looking forward to mm-hmm. is um, on the PlayStation Five, which kind of sucks because I'm 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 so much more a Xbox fan than I am a PlayStation fan. Um, but freaking Square Enix's game, uh, Athia, oh, Athia, yeah, Athia. Mm-hmm. and that just like I saw the trailer to that. It was a very small trailer, but it just has all the elements of fantasy and lore and 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 just like like uh the magic you know the the power of controlling magic and controlling like the earth and and all that stuff and to me i feel like this is actually a a uh a final fantasy game in code you know because it's the same team that did the final fantasy uh 15 game which I have mixed feelings about the game. I think that the game is very beautiful. I thought there were some mechanics that I didn't enjoy. Uh, but this looks wonderful. And I'm really, really excited for this uh, the world to be that, that, that they're building in Project Athia. So those are, those are my two and a half games, I guess. <laughs> All right. Um, I'll jump in. I have to mention a couple of games, but, uh, you know, you know me, I like to mention a lot of different things here, but I'm going to keep everything brief surrounding these. First of all, Walt, with PlayStation 5, Gran Turismo 7. Enough said. You can know oh, you know yeah. the battles we had in that oh, in the past. My one game. Well, you know the battles we had in that in the past. I'll let you talk a little bit more about it, okay? Uh, Marvel's Miles Morales also, you know, looks really, really good. Um, I have to mention that really, really cool. Really, really, that, that looks really, really good as well. Excuse me. Um... 
Do you know what game looks the most interesting to me, though? And there are definitely a couple of other PS5 games that look really interesting, like Horizon, the new uh, Horizon Zero Dawn sequel looks really good. I haven't played the first. I heard it's amazing. I want to try it. Yeah, it is good. Um, I have it. You know, I, I just haven't played it yet because I got it when I got my PlayStation 4 a few weeks ago. I actually just recently bought the PS4 Pro, full disclosure, and I've been killing it on Last of Us and Final Fantasy VII and others. Um you guys saw that this is actually the Bethesda game, I think. I don't think it was Returnal. The Bethesda game is called Returnal. Deathloop. Just to give uh Returnal its right credit, rifle credit, it's by a uh, House Marky and X. Yes. So, yes. Deathloop is the Bethesda game. Deathloop. Okay. Uh that's uh I don't know if you guys saw it, but it's it's actually got a similar concept to Returnal. It's characters that die and like continually die again. They're stuck in a time loop. So apparently it's two assassins, two rival assassins that are both stuck in this time loop where they're dying over and over and over and over again, almost like um, uh, Edge of Tomorrow. They die over and over and over again, and they're both trying to break the loop, but they're just killing each other over and over again. And it's got this like really cool spy versus spy feel. Some of the gameplay looks really, really cool. The graphics look pretty incredible. Like, I don't know if you guys had t- took a, uh, a minute to take a really good look at this game, but it looks really like fun and interesting. It has and it has like um, it has a somewhat serious vibe. But we talked about this movie. I don't remember what which of our podcasts we talked about this on, but it also has this kind of a stylish vibe. Uh, mm-hmm. Walt, I think you mentioned it like that movie from back in the day, Smoking Aces. Remember that movie? I love that movie. Yeah, it me too. It has a similar, like, kind of out there, like, zany action style while still remaining grounded, at least as grounded as a game about, you know, time loops can can be. And um, I actually like the slogan for this game, too. It's really cool. It says, if at first you don't succeed, die, die again. Like, it's <laughs> such a cool play on words. You know what I mean? So actually, I'm, I'm actually... Go ahead, Eli. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I did take a look at the game, mm-hmm. and it actually really reminds me of one of my favorite mangas, mm-hmm. um, named Kill La Kill, where it's ah. basically the same concept, where they're stuck stuck in this like time loop, and they have to like kill like aliens, I believe. Yeah, that's live die repeat. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then, I yeah, I don't, I don't even want to spoil it, but yeah, it really does remind me of that manga a lot. Oh, so that's really that's really probably for PS5. That's the one that hits the highest notes for me. Um, I have to kind of mention a game that's coming out on both systems. Battlefield six. Enough said. It's been announced for 2021. Of course. You know, it, man, you know, I'm a big Battlefield fan. I'm not as much of a Call of Duty fan. Um, I mean, if you didn't mention that, I was I was going to come over there and and figure out if you had like a temperature or something. (laughs) Yeah, you know, I'm feeling a little under the weather today, but I checked my temperature and I'm good, I think. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like like in terms of Xbox Series X games, there's a lot to like there. Um, Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2 is something that stands out to me. I played the original when it came out on PC like a decade and a half ago. I never beat it, but it's a really interesting like RPG style first person shooter. So that's a, a very fun game. Um other than that, I mean, there's a lot for both systems, honestly. I'm really looking forward to both. You have your Halo Infinites and stuff like that that look really, really great. Another game, I don't really know much about it, and they didn't show any gameplay. Um, 
but the graphics and the, the, the design looks absolutely incredible to me. You guys have seen that game Scorn that looks like a freaking like it looks it basically looks like some sort of nightmarish um HR Geiger or like Cthulhu like horror game. It's funny you, you mentioned it because I was showing um AJ an article that had that because um you know he's like a big alien predator type guy. And the article says that it it references Alien and Prometheus. It says it's got some serious vibes from those two movies. Oh, yeah. It looks so good. I have no idea what the heck you're going to even do in terms of gameplay. So it's maybe kind of jumping the gun, I guess. But like of the of the Xbox Series X games that were shown, and there are definitely some beautiful, you know, graphic games. There's beautiful games in terms of graphics. and like another standout, I think was uh, there was this game. What was it called? Darn, I just I just want to mention. Oh, um, it's this game called Senua's Saga: Hellblade Two. There's a there's a female protagonist. She's got like tattoos mm-hmm. on her face. The graphics really look impressive in that game. Uh, or Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Again, another mention in terms of graphics. But this game looks truly next generation to me. Like the the graphics, the way it's animated the the just the design makes it look just so much more incredible than almost anything else that i've seen on the system and um like for me like those are the 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 big 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 games that i'm really looking forward to from what i've seen so far hey just just to mention that scorn does have a steam page that if you want to take a look at they have Mm -hmm. a couple of trailers on there so beyond the original oh yeah i definitely got to take a look at that it it does look awesome they have the huge stone heads. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it just looks really impressive to me. And I love like atmospheric games like this. And it's probably going to have an interesting narrative. It looks like something like that. So like, I really like you know, really games with really good narratives as well. So if it can pull that off and it has some intriguing and interesting gameplay and like this level of graphical quality is maintained throughout the game, this is not just like some concept trailer. I'm, I'm all for trying that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, AJ's actually looking at the trailer now and his interest is peaked. Ah, you see what I'm saying, AJ? Like, tell me those graphics don't look incredible. Yeah, they look really good. Mm-hmm. I like what they do with the, like, all the reds, the different shades of reds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The browns and all of that. I'm, I'm really impressed with it. So I, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll head the, the back of the pack on this. Um, mm-hmm. I, I I don't know how you guys feel about this, but I I we, I didn't see the Xbox um event. Um, mm-hmm. I we did see the Future of Gaming event. We saw it live on YouTube, so we saw we got we got a, a chance to see all these these things first person, you know, right straight ahead before, you know, we got all the reviews and you know all the articles and things of that nature and stuff. Um, I I gotta say I'm a little underwhelmed by some of the stuff that that's coming out here because um and and maybe you guys you know maybe you guys can weigh in on this i there were some games that graphically looked incredible but there are some games that just didn't do it for me you know i'm, I'm looking at, at you know some of these things and they didn't look i you know 
based on all the hype of how powerful these rigs are going to be and stuff like that, I didn't see that graphical jump that I kind of expected. And I understand that, you know, we're, you know, how many generations into this and, you know, um, the PS4 graphics are amazing and Xbox One X graphics are amazing. But I was kind of expecting a, a little wow with yeah. these games and I kind of didn't get it. You Same know what here. I mean? Um, that being said, again, I was a little underwhelmed with, you know, both systems, the, the announcements. And, you know, it kind of leads me to think that when launch day comes, I'm probably not going to invest in either of the systems right away. I'm probably going to wait until I see more of the games that come out. Same here. Um, yeah, the, the game for that... Me, you know, it's, it's always like the first generation, you know, they always have issues, you know, Red Rings of Death and stuff like that, so... Yeah, Eli, you wanted to say something? Oh, oh, okay. Um, Mm -hmm. yeah, I really have to agree because I was kind of, I mean, at the same time, Minecraft's, um, for Xbox One X, the shaders look good and all, but Mm -hmm. I gotta tell you, I've seen better shaders than that. I've actually seen better shaders than that. Like, um, I know Optifine, I believe, um, that's a shader. And it works really well for the PC, and I know it's the PC and all, but, like, it's Xbox One X, and you're telling me that's, I don't, I don't want to be, like, I don't, I don't want to take be it that, away. I don't, be that. Do it. Say it. Yeah, but I don't want to take it away from its glory. Like, I, I know well, it's, it's good enough. If it's not that glorious to you, you're, you know, you're totally yeah, allowed to say that, you know? It was yeah. underwhelming, very. Yeah, I, okay. I didn't find anything that was, like, super blown away by. I mean, I, I liked the announcement of Miles Morales, but again, and you know, I was kind of, it, it was one of these things where there was really not a lot of details given, so it left that ambiguity, and people are, you know, just like we had just a couple of minutes ago, where it's like, is it a standalone? Is it an expansion? Is it by itself? We didn't get a sense of any of that from the, the event, right? Um. I did like the reveal of Gran Turismo Seven, mm-hmm. uh, but again, it's a car game, and I and I and we've kind of seen that with previous games, Gran Turismo, um, Forza Horizon, and For- Forza in general, and stuff like that. Nothing super spectacular about it. Um, the Xbox, uh, there are, there's really nothing that you know really really stands out. I mean. You do have your Halo games, and I and I get that. That's that's pretty awesome. Scorn looks pretty good, but it's not something that I feel like it's one of these games that I have to rush out and, and get right away. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? We don't know much about it. And, and again, that's just my opinion. You know, um, I love Gran Turismo. I will get that when I get the PS5. I I love Spider Man Miles Morales. I will get that when it comes out for PS5. When the Xbox Series X comes out, I'll probably get that. I'll probably get Halo Infinite. Um, I, I do like the the interesting thing that we haven't mentioned yet, that everybody that buys a PS5 gets Grand, Grand Theft Auto 5 for free. If you already um, own Grand Theft Auto 5. Yeah, you have to already you have know? your... your see, that's so, like, so again... You get that, it, it, like yeah, exactly. It's like that mm-hmm. Xbox thing where it's like if you have the game, you'll get the newer version automatically, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're on, I believe they also said that if you, ha- if you, from now until the game and the system releases, you get like a million dollars in Gran Turismo, I mean, Grand Theft Auto dollars in the game and stuff. Like every day or every week or something like, something yeah, crazy something like, that. like 
for for GTA but, Online, I think. Yeah, 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 exactly. Mm-hmm. But again, it, it's it to me, and again, and maybe this is a, a product of the fact that we're in in quarantine and COVID nineteen, and they can't do these flashy presentations and stuff. But I, there was nothing super exciting for me mm-hmm. with the announcements. Like I said, there are some games that are really cool, you know, and I think. The more exciting part about it is that the PS5 supposedly is going to focus more on the single-player experience. Just like PS4. Um, yeah, which is something that I think is lost in this generation. A lot of this generation with the Xbox um, One and the PS4 is that there was this huge push for multiplayer games. And I'm not really a multiplayer Xbox game type of guy. Because PlayStation had a lot more single-player exclusives that were pretty big. Right. Exactly. I think that's going to be the focus for PS5 also. That's tended to be their focus, I feel like, for the last two console generations. Yep. But if you look at the PS5, um, a lot of these t- a lot of games that are on there, they're timed exclusives. They're not exclusive to the platform. So eventually, you know, if you have the PS5, you'll get it first. But eventually, it's going to the Xbox anyway. So you know, Final Fantasy uh, VII Remake is rumored to be coming to PC and Xbox. <laughs> exactly. So, I, you know, you kind of lose the, the fact that um, you're getting something exclusive. Now, PlayStation does have better, in my opinion, better first-party games, mm-hmm. better exclusive games to their systems. I agree. But the Xbox experience is pretty amazing also, you know? They make everything seamless for them. So, but... You know, it, it, there's nothing there that's going to drive me to go out and get it day of launch. You know what I mean? Yeah. For me, it's kind of... Sorry, go ahead, uh, AJ. Yeah, I'm going to have to echo that sentiment. Like, and it's something... I Like, I know... He, here's the thing. I can be a little hard to budge when it comes to getting into new games. But that is like, so true. Yes, very. <laughs> Sorry. But, Something that I always find difficult is that normally when these new consoles are introduced, it, it's not enough to really gauge that I need to get this now. Because, I mean, again, granted, you have games like Scorn that look good, and that's really new. But, like, I don't know. I need a little more, I need a little more of a pull. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, I, like I some of the games that they announced, Horizon, Forbidden West. The first Horizon is amazing, but it, it's not, you know, it's not like one of these seminal games like A Last of Us, Jose, um, mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, I've got to drop everything to get the new Horizon game. You know what I mean? Um, there's nothing in the slate currently that makes me say, oh, I've got to drop everything and get me a PS5, or i got to drop everything and get me a Series X game. I, I think the games are coming, but they, there's nothing in launch. And it, it, this is a symptom of like the last couple of generations also. It's not exclusive just to this coming up. Um, but that that's just my opinion on that. I, I feel like um, the games... Trailers, some, and you, everybody should know. Everybody knows this, but the trailers don't do justice. And I think, mm-hmm. I think that might be what's going on here. It could be. Yeah. It could it's be part of it. Right? I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, like I said, I I don't know if it's maybe 
part of the whole COVID-19 that you can't really go out and do a, you know, a, an, an Apple style presentation. And I, I hate to go back to them, but, you know, when it comes to presenting presentations and, you know, gearing up excitement, they're really good at doing that. And like I said, I don't know if it's because we've been quarantined and we can't have those type of presentations to get me excited for these type of things. But, you know, it, like I said, we, we were watching it and it was just trailer after trailer and there was nothing really speaking to it. And then at the very end of the event, you had the quick PS5 reveal and then nothing else. And there wasn't a keynote speaker. There wasn't, you know, somebody that came out and said, you know, these are going to be the things. They just gave you yeah. that video and then that was it. And yeah, even okay. to this point, we still don't know price. We didn't. We still don't know the exact release date. Um, there's a lot of the features of the PS5, you know, like we know some stuff for the, the Series X. We've, we've outlined that at the very beginning of this podcast. We don't have that for the PS5. And, and so it, that's the great unknown. You know what I mean? Well, there is something that we do have. Oh, Eli, go on. Oh, um, sorry. But um, uh, some people have, pre- it's a prediction, mm-hmm. but some people have um, made the prediction of $499. That's, that's expensive for a That console. is very expensive. It's two times the PlayStation 4, am I right? Uh, not when it came out. No, when it came out, when, it, when the price. when the PlayStation Four came out, it was three ninety nine. I actually think um, I think I've heard a rumor that it's going to be six hundred. So imagine. I that. think that even, I think that it, there, there's yeah. I mean, you the one thing is you do need to take into consideration that we're talking about what is it eight years of um of inflation. So it's it's not too out of this world you know it's eight years of inflation and hardware that is really that really is next gen hardware you know yeah you're getting like a full some of these some of these rigs are basically really high-end pcs yeah exactly yeah current yeah i mean i have i have i have i basically have in my pc pretty much almost all the uh specs that the uh that the Series X is gonna have, with the exception of obviously a custom piece, a custom CPU, and custom GPU. Outside of that, I pretty much have the same system, and it's I love my 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 PC, but I also know that the custom CPU and the custom GPU is still gonna blow out of the water what I have, and I run games at 144 hertz on the screen, uh, with no latency, and you know it's kind of my main, you know gaming when it comes to like certain you know story mode games and stuff like that but um but yeah um so one me, thing that i will say huh yeah okay. yeah no 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 continue. no no go on ask, ask away ask away okay i one thing i i do want to ask and you know th- i'm gonna open this up to all of you guys you know what i'm saying um when launch day comes are you gonna be waiting outside a, a GameStop or a best buy to get these things no. Well, no, and because I, I'm probably going to Amazon no. Prime it. So, <laughs> <laughs> no. um, let, me, uh, let me tell you. Are, I'm sorry. Are... <laughs> <laughs> no, but, I mean, l- l- let's look at it this way. Um, and and again, it's it's kind of because of the the situation that we find ourselves in globally and stuff like that. You know, the economy's in 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 shambles, right? And holiday season is, is coming really really quickly. How are you going to market 
and and again, we don't know the price, but we're speculating, right? How in the world are you going to market a console for six hundred dollars, the way that the economy is now? Well, I can answer well, that. I can answer before. that. I can answer that. I think I can. <laughs> you can't go outside anymore because you'll die. So you need something to entertain <laughs> no, 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 you no. at home. That that is true. <laughs> but there's one. There is. Well, hold on, hold on. There is one very key factor that you're forgetting, and yeah. it's that consoles don't make money until the third or fourth year of its life. The actual physical console. No so doubt. they don't. No they doubt. don't care. They don't care about yeah. producing the console and then even sitting on the shelf necessarily, even if it's for a little while. Now that being said, because of COVID. While the release date isn't going to be impacted, supply is impacted. Sony did say that like their production is has slowed down, although the release date isn't going to be um, impacted. But that works to their benefit, right? Because you know the lower supply they have, the higher demand that they're going to have for it on a console that they're already going to lose money anyway. So it's better and for you, them you to know not there are have people, that. Money. You know there are people that will forego getting basic supplies and needs to get a PlayStation, right? Oh, absolutely, because I've done mm-hmm. so too before. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I am most likely going to be pre-ordering the Series X, if possible, through Amazon Prime. You know, uh, that's that's the console that I'm probably going to choose just because none of the I'm games on PlayStation... <laughs> I, you know, I can totally bring the console over and we can do like a podcast, you know, playthrough, unboxing the whole nine. But mm, no there's no games. There's, you know, there's no games on the <laughs> PlayStation my, my, 5. My, that... my home is open to you. Bring it over. <laughs> it's never open no, listen, to you otherwise. <laughs> okay. Listen, but the, the PlayStation 5 doesn't have any games at launch that intrigue me, you know, mm-hmm. that make me like, hey, I need to buy this game. But Halo is always going to be a must play on launch game for me and halo always launches with the uh with the xbox so that's kind of where i'm at um well, do we know i how always get along they are with the with the actual production well they of, said it's it, they, well they said it's absolutely a launch title. launch so, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be and, launch and title. that's that's their whole thing halo since the first xbox halo is the console mover for them mm-hmm. you know so everyone um, has had a halo title launch with it I yeah think. yeah yeah, the 360 so, had the uh, the uh, Halo Three. The Xbox One had Halo Four, um, and then and now this one with uh, Halo. So I guess except for the original Halo, well, it wasn't a launch title. I don't know. Yeah, it was. Yeah, was. Oh yeah, that's right. It was. It Com- was. Combat Evolved. Halo Combat Evolved. Yep, that was the the game that was. And it's so funny because Halo is supposed to be was originally supposed to be a Mac game, a Mac exclusive. Mm-hmm. Crazy. So, Jose, um, anyway, go, uh, are you, you going to go get one of these consoles on launch day? No. Um, uh, like I mentioned before, uh, I've experienced it before when I had an Xbox, uh, when I had my original, not my original Xbox, was it my Xbox 360? Yeah, it was the my 360. I got two red rings of death. <laughs> I had two oh, systems break down. Okay. Actually, no, you're right. I had two because I bought, I had three of the consoles, two of them died on me. You're right. That's so far long ago. Come on now. You know, and but you know what? Like, it's actually interesting because it's a it's a slightly funny story. The first one broke on me, and then I replaced it. Um, when the second one broke on me, it was sitting in my closet. And like, this, long story short, I had uh, two female roommates at the time in a three bedroom apartment. One of their roommates ended up being like a freaking drug addict, and he stole a bunch of my stuff from my room. 
um, one, or one of their, one of my roommates' boyfriends, he stole a bunch of stuff in my room. Um, I actually, we actually ended up catching him in it because, uh, my TV was at a pawn shop nearby, but he stole a broken Xbox. I'm like, you're going to go to prison for stealing broken stuff, dude. Like how <laughs> stupid do you have to be? But like, you know, that's not what's That's another story for me. Like I, I don't want to get in the for as soon as it comes out, not only because I'm afraid that the system's going to break down because it probably will. That's what's happened to every single generation. The first manufacturing run of every single system, including PlayStation, has huge issues. But it's not just that. Uh, for me, like also, it's kind of timing of uh, when I purchased my most recent systems. I've been thinking of getting an Xbox One X. I still have the original Xbox, Okay. I had been thinking of getting an Xbox One X. I'm not even going to do that anymore because uh, I got the PS4 Pro. That's my 4K system, right? I just got that, like I said, a few weeks ago, a couple of months ago, I, I, I guess. So for me, not only am I going to skip out on it initially because of also what, what you guys had said where mostly there are some really good games on there, but I'm not like chomping at the bit to play these games immediately, but also because I have a lot of PS4 and Xbox One games that I got to finish. So I want to go back and finish those. And then when I have a clean slate and I want to get to some new games, probably, I mean, my birthday is in April. I'll probably end up getting an Xbox One ser- or an Xbox Series X sometime around April of next year. Give it a few months to get through a few manufacturing runs. And the for me, since I just got a PS4 Pro, I feel like the PS5, maybe I'll get it like next holiday season, 2021 or something like that. I'm in no huge rush to get either of these next generation consoles, even if I'm excited about them. Now that could change, obviously. Maybe something will come out like that I didn't see coming. Something will be announced that I didn't see coming and that'll change my mind entirely. But for now, I'm going to try to be a little bit more patient and and wait for more games to come out, wait for the hardware to get a little bit better and finish some of my freaking games that I have not finished, like Fallout 4 and like all this other stuff. There's so many games that I haven't completed. You went nuts uh, quarantine shopping when when it came to the PS4. Yeah. Yes, I did, dude. I mean, I I think I got about 20 games, (laughs) something like that in the end. Yeah, if not more. Yeah, but they were all like discounted, really. They were all a bunch of old games. The only new ones I bought, I think, were Final Fantasy VII Remake. Um, and I think I got Spider-Man. Spider-Man, I got the Game of the Year edition, so I bought that brand new. Um, most of the games that I bought were really discounted. So I got a lot of games for 10 bucks, 15 bucks, 20 bucks. Um, so I spent a lot of money on all this, no doubt. But yeah. I haven't really spent that much money on anything ever in my life. I bought myself those gifts for my birthday. And like I said, I figure um, all we can do for the most part is be inside right now. Like even my girlfriend plays video games with me sometimes. Um, but I want to make a quick prediction and then I want to stop ranting so damn much. I, I'm, this is an out there prediction. I don't know that it's going to happen, but like I feel like we're going to get a Sonic the Hedgehog situation with these consoles. Let me explain what I mean. I think when they announce those prices, people are going to freak out. If, especially if they're 600 bucks, people are going to freak the F out and say, well, I'm not buying a console for 600 bucks. Like, that, like, dude, I, I, I have to like, you know, we, we talked about like uh, foregoing basic necessities and food and stuff like food and stuff like that for video game systems. But right now it's almost like a matter of life and death. If you make that choice, like, do I want a $600 video game system or groceries for a month? And you so, also have to remember it's, it's $600 plus controllers 
plus games, games. Mm-hmm. easily mm-hmm. be dropping exactly. close to $1,000 on just one system. And most of the time, I don't know about you guys, but we're a two-console household, right? Yeah. How, how do you justify when... Uh, $1,500 uh, or something? My, my situation, Family 4 and drop $2,000 on consoles. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think there's going to be a backlash. I think if they get it up to that $600 mark, Twitter is going to go berserk, and I think they're going to back off those prices a little bit. I, you know, It's an out there prediction, but let's see what happens. Actually, and that's my I, opinion. Mm-hmm. I think that that's definitely going to happen because one of the main things that, I, that was on the um, expectations from... Uh, gamers was that was like the main thing i think mm-hmm. it was like people wanted a better price and this is not a fair price so well i mean it, it's those are neo geo prices bro not really a matter of whether it's a fair price or not because like gabe mentioned a while back you are getting high quality high-end hardware you know but yeah the, but the question is are you willing to spend it to get it and people are blowing $1,000 on an iPhone every year, so maybe they will. I don't know. Yeah, but you know what? Even with that, you're starting to see people slow because before, when when phones were subsidized, people would change every year. Now that the subsidies have gone away from the carrier level, people are waiting two years or more to replace their phones now. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, a lot of people will go and pay $1,000, but they're not doing it every year anymore. Now they're waiting two or three years before they go and make that investment. I, I'm one of those people. I used to change my phone every freaking year, sometimes yeah. twice a year, especially mm-hmm. when, with, when you had it subsidized. Now that if you want to get a, a really good phone, you're spending 1000 a 1200 That It gives you pause. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I've actually a, had, yeah. within the last couple of years, missed out on launches on the iPhone because it's just too damn expensive. Yep, I agree. Oh, man, uh, I'm sorry. Can I make one more one more mention of a game that I totally forgot about? I, I hate to throw it back, and but I've been getting more excited about a series that I haven't really played the last few games. I think I'm going to revisit it. Um, and again, it's a game I know nothing about, so I'll just make a brief mention of it. Uh, Village, the Resident Evil game. I'm curious about it. Resident Evil's always been a AAA title. But like, that's just a brief mention. Like I said, we can move on to the, to the topic again, but it just popped into my head. Well, right. so there's, uh, you know, we've talked about everything here, but, it, you know, I know mm-hmm. that we, like, when we're talking about the pricing and stuff, we haven't gotten that information, but there is something that we did get from Sony, and that's a whole lot of memes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is a uh, that is a good segue, man. <laughs> yeah. I've been waiting for that one for the entire whole day rant. <laughs> Smooth like butter, uh, baby. <laughs> uh, yeah, so yeah, we got a ton of segues. I'm just going to personally say that my favorite, well, not segues, but a, a bunch of memes, my favorite PlayStation meme, it's funny because I haven't seen any Xbox Series X memes, but my favorite five uh, <laughs> console meme is actually, many of you may not realize or know this, you know, anime, I know that AJ does, and some of you guys here do know it, but on from Evangelion, there is a, uh, a meme of the uh, production model um, Avas, and it just you know those 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 Avas are so like terrifying and traumatic, such a traumatic experience. But they, I almost feel like one thing that I want to say 
is I almost feel like all these memes, what they did was kind of highlight a missed opportunity by PlayStation. I feel like if PlayStation created OLED OLED uh, kind of uh, panels all around it, you could theoretically just upload themes to the uh, PlayStation and change the uh, surface of the uh, PlayStation Oh, you know, through, like a water cooled PC or something. Cool, you know what I mean? That would be dope. That would actually make the PlayStation Five a little bit more bearable. <laughs> it would be <laughs> because it, it would be like, hey, you know, like I want this theme, I want that theme. You can, you know, when it when a game launches, like let's say a huge event like Spider Man launches, all, all systems, you know, for that day on launch day get updated to Spider Man. Or let's say when you download. You know, you, you set the game to download. You'll know that the game finished downloading and installing when your system changes its theme to Spider-Man or something like that, you know? Yeah, like I mean, Spider-Man. the controller does it. Why can't the system do it? That's right. So, PS4 does it. And plus, you can have a really, really cool rave if you have a system that, like, changes color like that. Yeah, yeah I think that'd be super. <laughs> anyway, right. that, that was my little thing. So take it away with the memes, guys. So... um. I have a feeling we've done this once before many, many moons ago under a different alias. Mm-hmm. But let's yeah. count this as the first Get Geek meme Memes review. Corner meme edition. Review. Meme review. Yes, meme review. The meme corner. That's meme what it's review. Meme corner. Anyway, so <laughs> what we're going to be doing is... As I go through these one to five, we're going to be sending it into the group chat that we have. What? What are you? Yeah. So, and I just want to see what your reactions are. Okay. (laughs) I don't know if you guys have necessarily seen these yet, but so the first one that we have picked out at number five, because we ranked them one through five, (laughs) is the do-it-yourself PS5. PS5. What does that look like? So, oh yeah, PS5 is a very high-end piece of technology. You'll notice that on this beautiful device, (laughs) uh, it's an air conditioner. Uh, It looks like an air conditioner, and no, that's a router. Okay, a router. Yeah, that's a router. Kind of like what Walt was saying earlier. That's like the router that we have. So it's a router surrounded by two envelopes, and you can tell it's very high-end because if this thing ever has an electrical shortage, it'll just light on fire. And everyone knows <laughs> insurance always has you covered. Oh, State Steve. Farm. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, did Wait, you guys see? There's... No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Anyway. There's a, um, there's a similar meme to that one. I just have to point out. There's one where they have the Wii in between two pieces of paper. Like the, the, the Wii just standing up and two pieces of paper on the, on the sides of it. <laughs> Let me, I'll send you this article that I'm looking at. It looks amazing. Go right, ahead, take guys. it away, Eli, with number four. Okay, so the fourth one is for all of those Halo fans. Um, since we are geekdom, um, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to send it in in five, four, three, two, one. So, um... I, I think I should just read. I'm going to read this. Okay, so uh, so this is what Sony says. Make the PS5 look crappy. Reddit makes memes about it. Sony now has free advertisements. Reddit 
And just so you know, this is a scene from, I think it was... It's a very famous uh, internet internet YouTube series known as Red Mm -hmm. vs. Blue. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's kind of what I grew up on. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Take it away. And it states, we've been tricked, we've been backstabbed, and we've been quite possibly bamboozled. (laughs) All of these memes will go up on Instagram, by the way. Yeah, I was just going to say that. All right. At number three, ah oh man, if we had our good old ASAP Balrog with us, yeah. he would have really enjoyed this one. We have the PS5 of Sauron. PS5 of Sauron. <laughs> Not the Tower of Sauron, the PS5 of Sauron. <laughs> yeah, take a look at that. There it is. <laughs> Hold it in all its glory. Don't worry, I'm continuing to send you guys some as well while we're on this. Go ahead. And you really just can't unsee it. Like, <laughs> the the way the two, uh, I don't know what you call those, they look like the antenna that hold the eye in place. It's just so fitting. Like, this is high culture memes right here. <laughs> yeah, right. All right. All right. Uh, Eli, what's our number two? Um, our number two is, um, it's a picture of the rebel helmet, um, from Star Wars, except the helmet is replaced with the, with the PS4 controller, the PS5 controller. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I haven't seen that one. Yeah. Put that one up as well. So let We're... me, let me actually send that to y'all right now. Yeah. I literally had the brain fart that up. He had it, but in actuality, I had it. So, ah, jokes on There's me. really no other way to explain it. You just have to look at the picture. That yeah. that's it. it. It does it so much more justice. I mean, yeah. Look, look, look at this. Look at this. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just so. <laughs> so. I actually like uh, the PS5 controller, but that does look right. <laughs> the rebel. The. He's about to shoot down a stormtrooper. Like, this is so great. <laughs> this is um, this is from a New Hope, I think, isn't it? Yeah, I think this is, is the from the from shootout the, scene, in yeah. in the first scene with Darth Vader, basically. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh and man! Finally, at number one, we were gonna include Cell on this list, but <laughs> we kind of found something a little better. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this one made me personally made me crack up like oh my, how long when I first saw it it was just the best thing ever and at number one mm-hmm. we have the Pope <laughs> the Pope <laughs> that is just oh no I can see this one already yeah I see it in my mind's eye Wrong. here it comes here comes. It is. Oh my god! <laughs> it's even bigger than the Pope's standard hat. Plus, look, it has the disc bulge on the side. <laughs> it has that tumor where the where the Blu-ray drive is. It just oh doesn't my get any goodness! Than this. How, is this, how does this not make number one? Like, oh, oh man. Oh, that was it That's for good. the mean corner today. Hope you guys enjoyed. We'll be posting these on Instagram as soon as possible.
um, I just have to mention my favorite meme very quickly. There's an Xbox Series X meme here also that I want to send to you guys. It's really offensive, but like it's really actually kind of um, what it looks like. But I sent this one to you guys. I really, really loved um, the PS4 versus PS5 meme. They have two cosplayers. There's a guy who looks like the PS4. He's dressed up like Darth Vader. And then you have the PS5 Darth Vader. He's got he's got white armor on. He's got like like purple like purple like um a purple boa. Like it's almost like a pimp Darth Vader. And that's the yeah, PS5 I version of Darth Vader. <laughs> oh man. And then for the Xbox Series X, there's a couple of honorable mentions for me. There's this one here that I'll send to you right now, and you can let it speak for itself. I think this is pretty fantastic, and I think it illustrates how clunky the Xbox Series X also is. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically the Xbox Series X is the base of a circular glass table, so that's that's kind of what it looks like to me. It has the original leak design for the PlayStation 5 on top of it. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And there's another one here. Let me grab it up that I think is a very, very... Oh, no. There's an... Wait, where did it go? Where did it go? Sorry, guys. Just bear with me for one second because this is, this is an even better one, in my opinion. And you would have to know a specific movie. Oh, wait, I'll send you this one real quick, actually, too, because this is entertaining. And this definitely is something else that looks like the Series X. This this meme basically has the Series X as a refrigerator in a kitchen. <laughs> so there's that one. Yeah, I've seen that one. That one was good, too. Oh and you this, know the, the this funny one. About it, it doesn't yeah. look out of place. It doesn't. It doesn't. Like, you could, that looks actually, that's actually a cool looking refrigerator. But here's my favorite one of all that I've seen thus far. And you would have to know the movie. Walt, you probably know this movie. I don't know if Eli and AJ would know it because it's an older movie. But here you go. Take a look at that one. Oh, this oh, is yes. Space Odyssey. Space Odyssey 2001. is <laughs> the scene where the, where the apes are leaping around the obelisk at the end. And they're kind of worshiping it. But instead of the obelisk at the end of Space Odyssey, it's the Xbox Series X like sitting there right in the middle. And the apes jumping around like, like exploring it. I think that's a pretty awesome meme as well. But that does it for for me. <laughs> this is an awesome meme review, bro. Oh man, we'll post all of these for sure. The way these pictures align, it looks like one big pillar. Yeah. <laughs> In the group chat. <laughs> it's perfect. It's perfect. I love it. Oh man. Uh, I'm gonna add one more to to this discussion, and that this is this kind of leads back to the one that I was talking about earlier with that movie. Um, let me just send it to you so that you guys can discuss. But oh. it's that. Oh man, <laughs> that's what it looked like. Yeah, the fifth element. So it, it looks like one of those things where you just have to trigger it, and and the controller looks like the taxi. It's like <laughs> it's like something I'd find in Minecraft. Yeah, <laughs> it does look like that too. Oh man. Meme right. corner. So All right. I, I think we've had our fun with uh, with with these consoles at their expense and stuff. All right. We're still going to get them both again, most likely, unless something changes yeah, between now and then. 
So eventually we'll, we'll be owners of both console uh, consoles this coming generation. Um, hey, I wonder when Nintendo's going to announce their next console. Hmm, we'll see. Well, you know what? They're, they're not really in this in this discussion because I think they've already realized they're not going to be able to compete on a hardware level. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But they always have great gimmicks. Yeah, they, they they have a niche and and they they excel at that and they're just they're going to stay in that space. Oh yeah, I'm not thinking about the competition so much as I'm just curious to see like what what they're going to bring to the table that's new because you had the Wii with the motion controls and then you had the 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 next generation of the Wii that had the removable controller that you can take portable with you, the Switch. So yeah. I want to see if they do something cool and interesting like that with this upcoming generation, but we'll see. We'll see. Yep. Anyways, with that, that's going to end our podcast for this week. Uh, we hope you've had a chance to listen to some of our most recent podcasts, including that last week. We did uh, our Geek Out. We had a podcast recently where we discussed the state of affairs in the world, and we had our most recent podcast with the Snyder Cut of Justice League and what we thought about that. Go back and give that a listen, guys. And, um, you know, as I mentioned at the beginning of podcast, thank you for those of us who bore with us or bared with us um, with any kind of sound quality issues. If you got all the way to the end, we do thank you for, for bearing with it. Um, and again, uh, the best way to support us is to like, rate, share, subscribe. Check us out on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever your favorite podcasts are sold. Um, we're always looking for feedback. So let us know what you think. And again, like, rate, share, and subscribe if you think that more people deserve to hear our somewhat crazy and varied opinions. Um, so that's going to do it. Thanks very much for all of y'all out there who joined us once again this week on the Get Geek Podcast. And you know what I say every single week, as always, stay geeky, my friends. <laughs>